listening to Cleveland and Beyond with Andy Bellman and Jared Watson, brought to you by Evergreen Podcasts. And we are live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. He's Andy Billman. I'm Jared Watson, and this podcast is brought to you by Waiting for Next Year. Check them out, Original Cleveland Sports reporting at waitingfornextyear.com. Also, coming soon to Evergreen Podcast. Say, double-digit wins in 2020. How about that? The Browns winning a cakewalk on Sunday night against the Giants, 20-6. to And as our Red Hawk quarterback, Baker Mayfield, continues to fire the ball around the gridiron, we're going to break down the playoff scenarios as well and do a quick peek into the Jets game. Ohio State won against Northwestern and is awarded, and then uh, Clemson Tigers again in the college football playoff as well. Dabo Sweeney gives the Buckeyes an 11th ranking. He can go fuck himself. I'll say that right now. We'll talk about it later. And, <laughs> and Andy licked his wounds over the oh, Irish. Fucking enjoy, Buckeyes I know. God bless. Take care. Let's bring on Alabama. Couldn't get worse, could it? Could well, it? the Irish, yeah. hey, wouldn't could that it? be fun, though? Could it? If could they, it? Yeah. Could it? Could it? I don't know. And no. <laughs> the Irish uh, get the – they lose uh, in the ACC championship. Can we play USC or something? Um, Florida? You want to play Florida? Coastal Carolina. They're better than Ohio State, Coastal Carolina is. Anyways, we'll talk about hey, that in a little bit. Mother – he's such a – dick Damn-o. and uh yeah so anyways let's just get beyond all this because it's just pissing me off already let's talk about your 10 and 4 cleveland mother browns baby cleveland browns it is good to be a browns fan this yeah. is a grinding week for people who work with santa like myself jared other parents out there getting around this time of year it is a, it is a fucking grind so to have the browns have a 10 and 4 20 20 to 6 victory on Sunday night, put your feet up. You know, as we were talking last night, do calisthenics, do some billing during the middle of the games. It got so bored. What a great win. And what is even more exciting is, is the growth and maturity of Baker Mayfield just continues. The running game was really not there. They barely got over 100 in this game. And the Browns just kept passing and kept passing. And they did a nice job of just spreading the ball around. And Mayfield right now is just on that level. He is so exciting. Um, it's a shame he didn't make the Pro Bowl, but I, I could, and, and he, I think he should have. Um, I know the votes came in probably a week or two ago, but the way he's playing right now, he's one of the top three quarterbacks in the AFC. There's no question. Um, I know people will say, yeah, you got Mahomes. True. Um, Lamar Jackson, sure. Um, I think Mayfield's right there. But anyways, back to on the field. Really, the Pro Bowl is just for you know ribbons and awards. Um, the Browns are the one thing, Jared, to to get into. You know, we had the Chris Hubbard move. Doesn't miss a beat with Nick Harris. This team just embraces the suck, keeps chugging on. Um, they're ready for anything. On a big fourth and two, they make the stop. Um, it's good to see the Giants make goofy-ass fucking calls on special teams and go wrong. That was cool. Uh, the Browns just keep chugging and chugging and chugging and chugging and chugging and chugging along. And it's a lot of fun. And I needed this. It's great. We all needed this. And, Jared, I'm really looking forward to to, I'll, I'll say it. I mean, beat the Jets, have some other things get, go down as we talk about here later in the show. Browns going playoffs. It's gonna be great. It's um, be really, really great. Starting yeah, back wait. over, starting over from the weird stuff that was going on. Uh, Freddie, there. I don't know whether Judge was making the calls or Freddie, but it was weird. Them, you know, they left two field goals that they should have taken. Made no sense. Whatever. Fine by me. Freddie's return to Cleveland or uh, return against Cleveland, rather. 
Uh, it worked out because on two of those drives, just ruined with fourth. Joe Judge on fourth. fourth Yeah, it was just all weird. Mm -hmm. The Hubbard thing, the Chris Hubbard thing. As much as we didn't miss a beat, I mean, talk about what was Harris? Harris? They picked Harris up. It was a fifth round pick, something like that. Like just sneaky finding him to be able to fill in, uh, you know, as a third stringer, because we know Chris Hubbard is a guy that's an all utility can throw him anywhere on that line. And uh, he's going to have to, he'll be out for the season. He's got to have ligaments reattached, have some surgery. And that's a real bummer. It sucked seeing him go down like that. And he, cause his knee just gave out. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and blame the turf there at uh, what is that? MetLife stadium. Uh, I'm going to blame the turf and say that we really got to figure this shit out when it comes to the turf. Uh, that's for another show. And Lord knows we'll probably be complaining be about it in years. Everywhere. Everywhere. Absolutely. Everywhere. I mean, the, the crazy well, stereotypes is the astrotar for proof from what we saw in the 80s and 90s. Well, of course, that was cement. But this is still grass, 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 grass. Yeah. Grass, so. So that's that's a big bummer there. Um, Baker came out really hot. Nine of ten passing in the first quarter. Um, they, like you said, didn't worry about the run game. But overall, Baker threw for just under 300 yards, threw for better than 80. Well, he threw for 84 percent passing pass completions there, which is just out of this world. And all these numbers from from that game against the Giants have bumped him in, uh, according to ESPN, as a top five quarterback in the league right now, according yeah. to their numbers. So Baker has done nothing except prove himself over this 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 season, and especially over the past three weeks or so, he has really solidified himself as the future of this Cleveland Browns organization. There is no way you could argue yeah. against it at this point. Baker is it. Are we all on board now? Are we all on board? Is Are we over That's with Simon, I mean, we were iffy throughout the beginning of the season, Andy, and we always said was we will reserve judgment. And we are at the point now where we can judge. We can, we can go ahead and pass judgment and just say it right now. Uh, and we said it last week. Baker's the guy. Baker's absolutely the guy. And weren't, wasn't it nice, Andy, to just have a boring fucking game? Oh, it was great. Was so, yeah, that. it was just boring. Yawn, as, boring. As soon, as soon as it was 23, it was good night. I rain, turn out the lights. Mayfield's gone beyond the point of you take up the five-year to saying mm -hmm. really extend them for long-term. And I think that now is in play. Yeah. Because Baker is really playing on that kind of level. He is so good right now and so hot. He's throwing into small windows. He's doing everything he can to win a game. And I'll give you an example. Again, on third and four, back at the Browns zone end, scores 13-3. They're backed up inside the 10, and Baker with a big scramble to get the first down. Even in plays like that, and I don't love him scrambling, but in that play, that was the right call, that was the right thing, and he got the first down, and he led with the football, which is what he needed to do in that spot. Jared, even in that spot, he makes the right play. He well, does the right thing, and, 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 it's, and it's just great. I just talked great about this. I talked about this last night uh, when we did our Instagram Live. You can catch Andy and I doing Instagram Lives um, after the Browns games at Official Cleveland Sports. Uh, we chatted up with everybody in the comments and uh, last night I, I talked about this. Craig Liddell of waiting for next year had, had tweeted out that it looked like the game has just slowed down yeah. for Baker. And it really did. I have never seen him so poised and so calm in the pocket. He trusts his line. He, he was, he, he had, there was one sack, I think six total rushes, uh, you know, rushed passes for him in the backfield that entire game, and he looked poised in the pocket the entire night. Playing, playing Godfather, just pulling strings, pulling strings. There was a pass to Nick Chubb on a screen pass 
but the Giants actually sniffed it out. Oh, the they hand, actually, the actually, hand almost knocked it down. It made me nervous because it was a it would have been a backwards pass, I believe. It would have, but Jared, that's how much you're in rhythm. He yeah. saw it and goes, I got this. And he yeah. just got it by. But he did that mm. the entire game where he was just getting the pass by. He's so focused. He's so lasered in right now. He's in that quote unquote zone. We talk about that in basketball when you're making when you're making shots. We talk about that in baseball when you're on fire. Right now, Baker Mayfield as a quarterback is in the zone. He can't the, the even these little small targets look like the ocean. He's just hitting these targets time and time and time again. And again, I thought on that play specifically, when you watch something like that and you come away saying, Holy shit, how did he get the ball in there? I mean, again, the ball should have been swatted down. I saw the same thing Jared did. It should have been swatted down. He just gets the ball in there. It Jared, it's great it was, to see. He was that, even yeah, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> and here's the great thing for everybody out there saying, Well, we'll take away Baker Mayfield. Go fucking ahead. We'll give the ball to 24 and 27, and we'll fucking chew your ass out. And this is why it's great. Now teams are fucked. How do you want to lose? Slow death with the running game? Passing game with Baker Mayfield? Or maybe both as the Giants did? The Giants actually died by both swords, which was great, because they threw the ball, and then they did enough on the ground to run out the clock. Wonderful. I saw Wonderful. I saw somebody make a comment about how Baker is so good right now that he completely ignores wide open Kareem Hunt or Austin Hooper to to find and thread needles with Hollywood or Landry. <laughs> Landry. Like he makes the difficult passes instead, and those and and, and he's and he's making them. He's making them, and and it and was, it's right yeah. because there were a couple times where I saw like, where's he throwing? That guy's not open. They other, why? How did you not see that, that? Oh, okay, never mind. Complete for 20 yards. I guess I'm not going to complain. The Higgins throw across the middle at one point. I mean, there was no space. It was a big play. No space. And he just <laughs> fucking dinged it in there. Hollywood, the, the Hollywood Higgins, too, is another one. Got to find ways to get him in, back in in 2021. He's having a wonderful year. Peoples-Jones Peoples continues Jones. To, to continues to grow. You know, we haven't referenced this in a while, but let's reference it. Jacksonville was the magic elixir for me. Landry has been wonderful ever since Jacksonville. He has continued it on. He had a big game against the Titans. He played great again last night, making big plays. We'll get to the flag in a second, but Landry really is playing well. That Jacksonville game, he finally got his breath. He finally yeah. got healthy. Um, I don't yeah. know if it was the temperature or what it was, but he really has excelled ever since that game. And Jared, this team is getting better each week, which is not easy to say in football. They're getting better each week i'm seeing it with my eyes this offense is getting tighter and better more they're growing into this system they are growing into this system it was something that took them time and again i will bring this up they're growing into this system it is i i still don't know that we can sit here and say that this is an odell beckham jr issue they're growing into this system and and doing it together and it just so happens that Odell is hurt right now. So we'll see if that plays out the same next year because, again, contract-wise, it's a difficult one to get out of, a lot of money. Uh, you know, I, I, we don't even really want to go there right now. But what I want to mention here is, too, is that Baker hit eight different receivers, including Chubb and Hunt, in that game. And what that reminds me of is this. What made Baker so special in 2017 what made him so great was that he spread the ball around and he's doing it again. He is confident in throwing to every one of these guys, including Njoku, who is now again, he's ever since that drop, which I think it was the Eagles game. He has played much, much better. Gotta give him credit. EJ friend of show 
Fuck the squealers, EJ. Yes, I like yeah. that. And, and high fouls. <laughs> EJ, analytics and Brad Pitt are paying off nicely, minus the head cases. Very funny. Uh, yeah, I mean, this analytics thing, and it plays into what Jared's saying, too. Analytics tells you, you throw to the open spaces, you actually go into the system. That's what I love about this. Like, in so many ways in football, it is that sometimes you just hand the ball off and you make big throws, and obviously you can do that. But analytics is more like, hey, we're going to throw people in position, and we're, you're going to throw to whatever is the play that allows you to do that. If Hooper's open, throw it to Hooper. In some plays, if it's Landry, give it to Landry. You don't have to throw it to Landry every play. You don't have to give the ball to Chubb every play. This system, what I love about it, in this analytics world, I see with Stefanski, he allows, hey, you dictate, your, it's a symphony. That's the only way I can describe it. It's a symphony. There's well, plays where I will dictate the tempo to what the play allows and what the defense wants to give. And I'm we just also seeing Baker far. do something that I haven't seen him do in the past, and that is looking off the safety. He did it last yeah, night, looking off the safety, fair. and then just knowing, knowing, and I don't remember whether it was Peoples-Jones or whether it was Hollywood Higgins over the middle, knowing exactly where he was going to be and did not flinch and hesitate to pull his eyes off and go right into the throw. And it was just, yeah. it's just gorgeous to watch it, it, it right there. When you see those moves out of a quarterback, you just know he's in rhythm that he's got his shit together, that he knows yeah. what he's doing. So yeah. it was solid. It was just, it was solid. Um, yeah. Before we get to Bruning's comment, yeah. real quickly to what you're saying too, in this game, again, that this Browns team keeps getting better and they keep getting focused. And the thing I love about this is they are taking what the defense gives them. If you want to stack the box like the Titans did, if you want to stack the box like the Giants did, the Giants have a good interior line. You know what? We're going to fucking throw it. I mean, this team did a nice job, the Browns, running left a lot for obvious reasons. But they're running left too because it's like, hey, that's the spot we have to go to. That's what analytics tells us to do. That's what we're going to do. Right. And that's what, and again, it's smart. It just that how long have we done things where it's like, why are we not taking the fruit yeah. from the tree? Yeah. Why are we digging into China to yeah. get water when there's a fucking water fountain right, right now? Like, yeah. Why, why are you trying to walk through a wall so, when there's a door right next to you? Yeah, it's so refreshing. It's good to see. Matt Bruning, um, I'll get to the Clemson comment last, but Stefanski is the coach of the year. Um, I do think Baker, if this continues, will not win MVP. He won't, but he deserves some votes because he is having a strong, I mean, strong close. And Stefanski, I, I am there. I, I mean, I don't know. I've heard people say Flores for the Dolphins. I think Stefanski's done a job. We're Browns fans. I just do. Um, I, I just have seen more Stefanski. And, yeah, this Clemson-Ohio State game's got a lot of juice, and we're going to get to that, Mr. Bruning. We are going to get to that. He does a great show, by the way, in fantasy football. Check him out. Matt Bruning. Check him out. Good dude. Happy holidays to you, Matt, by the way. Happy holidays. Yes. What's up, Matt? Uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to jump into the Dabo stuff. When we, yeah. He, oh, I, I mean, Matt, Matt heard me right off the bat when in the intro. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to – I have my comments ready for this. Um, and, and again, their logic yeah. is just flawed. And it is, I'll explain it, why. But yeah, very flawed. Nickel and dime stuff here too. I know the Browns, and I just gave it so much credit. The only nickel and dime mm-hmm. is on short yardage. I would give, I would get, I would get Janovich in the game. I would really get Janovich in the game in those spots. Yeah, um, they only they only did it once, and that was with the touchdown run for Hunt. Um, at least that's the one time that it stood out to me uh, where it mattered mattered in a short yard right. situation where they did that. Uh, they also went ahead and did another quarterback sneak. I'm not a big fan of that. Yeah. I know you're not either. With Baker, Baker has put the ball on the ground a couple of times. Um, 
so again, and, and why would you do that with Baker when you have these well, you have running backs? Take right. I mean, uh, you're I mean, they're nickel and dime. It's nickel and dime stuff last night because they were so on fire. Yeah. But my nickel and dime comments into what you're saying about the quarterback sneak, which is also true. No quarterback sneak. And on short yardage, I'd get that fullback in the game. I really would. I'd get yeah. that fullback in the game quickly. Now, everybody last night, and everybody's referencing defense, even though they only gave up six points. Everybody's worried about the defense. I think the bigger story, which really got played up today, which I was glad to see to bring up reference as as uh, Miles Garrett and what's going on with uh, COVID. Um, he is really struggling. If you have not seen it, you need to watch Miles's press conference after the game. I thought that was a very telling press conference. He had a hard time getting his breath. He was he was not he was a gruff well, voice. And, and it really shows the struggle that he's been fighting with this, this with this pandemic. There, but, there uh, were reports that he was having a coughing fit prior to the game. He admitted so. This is a guy who is going out there only a week or so after, you know, a couple of weeks after coming down with COVID and actually dealing with some very real symptoms and having trouble breathing. The issue with him right now, according to Miles, is not his strength and it is not his speed. It is mm -hmm. his endurance and his lungs. Yep. What I am referencing regarding this in the way that I look at it is I remember back in February before there were any tests available. My mm -hmm. wife came down with something awful and it hit like a freight train. She had 103 temperature. We had to rush her to the VA. We knew that it was probably something COVID related, but we could mm -hmm. not ever prove it. We know that it wasn't the flu, but we know it was viral. And we know that the guy that was checking on her was wearing a fucking hazmat suit. So we, we dealt with that for a month. I cooked every meal in the house. And some of you have heard some of the older episodes know the hell I was going through when we were doing all this, every meal, every dish, everyone live. It was like prison. Uh, they, everyone left their dishes outside their bedroom doors, respective bedroom a prison with a smile. All that. But the point is what my wife experienced regarding the breathing was all her other symptoms cleared up rather quickly. Mm -hmm. What she ended up dealing with was this nagging cough and breathing and endurance issue that just would not let go. And then about a month and a half after everything was said and done, she was good. So what I'm thinking is this, hopefully, hopefully this will play out in the same way that it did for my wife. Hopefully miles within the next two weeks will be back to himself because the other thing is this, you can only be on those steroids and those breathing treatments for so long. They're for acute need. Um, I can't see him, you know, they only help so much too. And they only help for so long. So I'm just hoping that Miles uh, recovers, that he takes care of himself. Obviously, he is. He's doing everything he can. And I hope that we get Miles back to his full 100% self by the end of the season, especially rolling into the playoffs. Um, and he did get that sack last night at the end of the game, which was very big, I think, at least morale-wise for him Man, and boy. for the rest of that defensive line. The big thing that has taught me about this season, we just referenced Miles Garrett. In a normal year, this defense would have folded. Denzel Ward out three games. Nick Chubb being out for multiple games. Uh, Baker Mayfield struggling the first four or five games, which he did. He struggled. This team just keeps bracing the suck and keeps bouncing back and bouncing back and bouncing back. Yeah. Something that doesn't get talked about enough, and this is why Stefanski should be coach of the year. 
look at Talkie Talkie. Look what you're seeing from Vernon in the second half. Oh, yeah. What, what you're seeing from Njoku, who I've been very hard on. Njoku's played much better his last three games. Has. He's played much better. I mean, I can't, I got to admit, Titans, Ravens, and now the Giants. He has played three straight. I mean, he, he's, he's stacking up good games. Even bigger than that, look at some of the guys that are getting thrown in and baptism by fire. And the expectations are that you're not, there's not going to be any drop off. No worry. And no they're problem. doing just fine. They they're not only they're doing fine, but they to your Jared's point, Nick Harris coming in that game. How many times would we be holding our head and just 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 yeah. just like God? Oh, the line's gonna fall. Apart. Oh, we're Baker's gonna be scrambling. And, and it's apart. a disease. How many times is that like a domino to the whole line? And we not don't have that issue. No. Nick Harris is a great example. Carl Joseph led the team in tackles, eight tackles, two assists last night, um, had one hell of a game. Carl Joseph, Shedrick, uh, Sheldrick Redwine, who's uh, always makes me uh, slur his name like I've been drinking a bottle of whiskey all night. Um, he had another decent game last night when he came in, four tackles, four assists. Nice to have him back. Denzel Ward, they went after him early. And got nothing for it. Yeah, that and the Ward had another great night. That, that, that we talked about Vern. So, yeah. um, yes, defensively, we saw special teams busting for you know the forty-yard return drove me up a wall. I mean, it was a really annoying start for the Giants, obviously, but it never rattled anyone. It didn't rattle me. I don't think it rattled you. It clearly didn't rattle the Browns. The team is just on it right now now can they do what they need to do to close this son of a bitch out i think they can you got oh yeah they're fine the and you gotta win that and i really at least from the beginning of watching this this monday night travesty between the steelers and the Bengals right now um the steelers are looking really rough so oh, by the way, that, that's not a travesty that's wonderful just yeah. them. <laughs> them on fire just win just win just win just win that's it one week at a time just win. Yeah. I love it. The Steelers are losing. I fucking love it. Poured on Cincinnati. You guys, owe us a couple of those games, to be honest with you. So uh, let's go kitty cats. Step up um, to Jared's point. I, I do want to, okay. One note, special yeah. teams is a, is a sore spot. That's the one thing that did not look good last night. I also just point out again, Parky, you know, look, we're going to have, I I'm there 40 yards. And then I said this last time, I'm going to say it again, 40 yards. And then I want 40 yards. And then, I don't want Parky kicking 40 plus yard field goals. And sorry, don't, I, I don't trust it. I have no faith in it now. Um, yeah. I, I, he makes me nervous, extra yeah. points and then that's it. I don't want, well, I, and you I, know I what, want anything fine, else. because I think analytics will tell you once you're inside around that, <laughs> once you're on the other side of the 50 yard fine. line, uh, go for it. Fine. Go for I, it. I, I'm there. Parky. I, I, that kick, for it to lose steam 48 yards. And he's a pro. This isn't college. This is a pro. Losing the ball, it, no trust. And the coverage, whether it's kickoffs, whether it's punts, we seem to have these every other week. Um, you know, you, you hear wonderful things about Prefer, and you just don't see it. I don't know. I, I, I just, especially, and by the way, I would practice the onside kick stuff. Just a note. I would practice the onside kick stuff a little. 
I'm nickel and diming, but that's a little nerve wracking. Well, well, look, well. yeah, it, yeah, it was look, uh, they did, fine. they recovered the ball. It was a clean recovery again, really again, again, All right. nickel and diming. I would practice it. Just saying, I'm just saying, just, 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 just practice a little bit more. I don't know if I'd put Harrison Bryant on the front line. I'd get someone else in there. Just saying, just saying, just a note. I love you. I love you, Harrison Bryant. I really do, but I don't, I don't. It's okay. We're gonna put someone else in there. Um, really hard to 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 break down much more or go any deeper on this game. To be it honest, yeah, it's about as clean cut a Cleveland Browns victory as you're gonna find all season. Um, Andy, we thought maybe this game might have a chance of tripping up the Browns, but when we started to find out things like Garrett was out with COVID, not Miles. We're talking about Jason and that Freddie was going to take over as play caller, and that Colt McCoy was coming in at quarterback. And, of course, we have no Saquon Barkley. You just knew that the Browns were going to be able to come in, handle business, and get ready and move on to the Jets. After I watched Arizona New York the following week, I was like, I, I came on and said, Air, Giants stink. Giants are not good. Yeah. They are, they are not a good team. They, I, I, don't, I don't have much glowing stuff. And, by the way, I'll go quickly. I'm concerned if I'm the Giants fans. You have talent despair in wide receiver, tight end, and running back. And your quarterback can't stay healthy. Not good. Um, not good. I, I, The Giants remind me of the Bill Belichick Browns in the 90s, where it's like, I can see a lot of 6 and 10, 7 and 9. I mean, have fun. I, I, well, maybe they can get their sixth win uh, this coming week and, and beat the Ravens. God, fucking beat the Rappers, please. Yeah, come off of this please. shitty loss and then go and beat the hell out of them. Bring them back down to earth because they really walked all oh. the fucking Jags. Oh, Jaguars, thanks for showing up. Thanks for showing up. By the way, kudos to the Rams. Tip of the cap. Happy holidays. Thank you. Let's get that Jets on the victory. Good. Good job. <laughs> Tip of the cap. <laughs> Happy Christmas. Yeah, good. <laughs> that that was a you. monkey off their back, and uh, they feel – and, and they instantly regretted uh, it. They regretted winning that game. Hey, that's perfect. You know what? Let the mind fuck in New York. That's great. I that You could not have parlayed yeah. that to a better win for the Browns. Like, yeah. oh, perfect. Jets are now getting ragged on for winning. Perfect. It's all mind fuck. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. And, and you know, that I we've been there. Those teams are dangerous. Just good. Get that win out. And, by the way, it's also good for this. It also taught – and this team does this – oh, this is the one thing I was going to note. Now I remember it. The Browns really do preach shit. And now we hear about this from other teams. The Browns really do preach this 1-0 thing. I love the way they talk after games, Jared. I love the way how they just talk about, hey, next thing next thing up, bracing the sock. All that is so true with this team. And, Jared, I have never seen a Browns team embrace it more. And it just it just shows. Um, here's the playoff scenarios. If the Browns win and these following things happen, the Browns are in. The Browns, if they win and the Dolphins lose, you're in. Or tie. The Ravens lose or tie, the Browns are in. And then the Colts have to lose to Pittsburgh. So, again, Colts to Pittsburgh. Dolphins of uh, Vegas and then uh, Ravens against the Giants. Those are your scenarios. If the Browns win and those teams lose, you're in. I mean, you're getting to that point. Those are not three not bad scenarios. And a reminder of something else, the Titans do go to Green Bay to play the Packers. Not an easy game. And that should be reminded that Colts and Titans are tough. So that's another game just to throw in there and shoehorn in there. So these are, I mean, you, I mean, look, 
I mean, what's the Pittsburgh games? I don't have it on right now. What's the, what's the game at now? I shut it off so that I wouldn't steal from the stream, to be honest with you. So, um, uh, well, can, I'll, I'll get it. I'll get this score right now. Yeah, but I'm doing that, the same. Um, let's see. It's 10 nothing kitty cats. All right. Stop All right. It. Kitty cats. Stop <laughs> it. It is too. Wow. And that's how oh. they stay out. Yeah, the Bengals started the second quarter that way, scoring a touchdown. Unreal. Um, and I am getting destroyed in my fantasy bracket right now because Deontay Johnson uh, is not catching the fucking ball, and that's killing me. And I guess we I can stay if, if 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 this score stays. The Browns are um, in play for the division. Yeah, and we can say this: the way that the Steelers look right now, the way that they, they looked look in the bad. first quarter when I watched before we started doing this, they looked awful. And I will say that it started at quarterback. It started with Ben. He. <laughs> Under through Washington God. by like 10 yards. It oh, looked good. terrible. That's good. Good job, man. He looks, he he really does look like shit. Um, I don't good. know how else to say it. Good. So, good. And then, no, and then like Eric, shit. Watt, Eric Watt looked like he almost killed himself on special teams coming in early in the game good. on that initial tackle and hit. Um, he he well, he got up and walked off the field, but he crunched his head and it looked pretty bad. I was nervous for a minute, anyways. Um at any rate, no, we, the Steelers it. losing. Yeah, no, I know you didn't. I don't think you realized exactly what happened. Um, the, at any rate, though, they lose this game. The division's back in play. Is that what we're saying, Andy? It is. It's <laughs> a fact. It's a fact. It's not even like so if the Steelers win tonight, they win the division. If they don't, they now have to beat Indy. Oh, this whole thing gets crazy. That that's good. That's though. a tough one because it's like we want them to beat Indy, but if they don't then we have to go in and beat them and take the division. Are, are the Steelers clinched a playoff berth yet? I don't know if they have. Mm, yes, they have. I'm almost positive that they have. Let's see. I'll look this up. No, they uh, have. Uh, have they really? Let me look they this have. up. Gotta be great. They have. Oh, they have. This is what we're doing now. Now we're just, we're doing, we're doing live shit right now. Just looking things up. Steve. Who fucking cares? Um, no, they did clinch a playoff for fuck. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Christmas miracles can't ask for everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. but all right. They, so that, they did it, they did it like a week or two ago. Yeah. Damn it. Ah, I know. How annoying. God. I know. Oh well. Well, I guess they don't care about anything else. They don't they, I mean, look, the Steelers are going in checkout mode because I don't think they think they can catch the Chiefs, which is uh, understandable. So they're checked out. Steelers playing team was checked out. So divisions in play. Divisions maybe in play. If you lose to the Bengals, divisions in play. <laughs> but that's but again this is where it gets weird uh, depending on how the raiders and the dolphins game goes and some of the other stuff we would normally be hoping that the steelers go in and beat in beat indianapolis now we might not want that to happen and then we would have to win week 17 depending on how the other stuff falls out of course but but they lose they lose this game and they lose to indianapolis you better believe the Browns are coming in looking to win that division. Okay. Well, don't get ahead of yourself. They still going to beat the Jets. Okay. <laughs> okay. Look, Jets just I, won their Super Bowl <laughs> and they lost the draft. <laughs> well, it's also, it's also funny because I mean, you're talking the Rams are a nine win team. Rams don't remember the days when Sean McVay was that sexy girl you dated at the prom. <laughs> Got the Mackney. Got some acne. Not not going well. Not uh, not, 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 oh not. Oh boy, this is this is a really not, interesting down to the wire last not, few weeks of the season. And what? And Andy, we're talking about it. 
I want to remind everybody, I do this often because I need to pinch myself. We are in late December right Ten now. Ten late December. wins. And, and it matters. The Browns doing, matter. Doing, doing layup drills in MetLife. Just layup drills. 20 years. <laughs> Just layup drills. Just layup drills. Just fucking taking out the Giants. Is Going this... over, touching, touching LT's jersey. Like, hey, we fucking got this. We fucking got this. Is this um, the best? Is this the best Browns team in the expansion era since 99? Not even close. The not answer, even close. Yes. That's not, yes. Not even close. Jared, 2002. 2007, 2002? Nope. Not even close. <laughs> not even close. Not, not even. even. <laughs> no. This team is a machine. They would look at that and be like, yeah, run, William, you better fucking run. <laughs> we're coming right after your ass. And again, and we'll get to the latest news for today for injuries. This team relied on Chubb and Hunt, especially Chubb. Those guys, they're not even going to him right now in big spots. You know why? Because Baker Mayfield's on fucking fire. Cool. You if know what that means? That means that they're going to have fresh legs as That's we right. come into the playoffs. That's right. You know what? You know what happens late in the game? You people are like, well, what's going to happen, Chubb and Hunt? Don't worry. Darius Johnson getting big, big runs. Big runs. Huge third down conversion. 12, just 13 run, yarder. Just running up the sideline. Sadly, uh, Jared Todd touched on it. Hubbard is out for the year. He's going to go under a season in their knee surgery. That's yep. confirmed by Cleveland.com and um, NFL.com. So everything's confirmed there. He's out. I wish Hubbard the best. He got a lot of um, love treatment from the players today. So Hubbard, best of luck. I uh, hate to see that happen. Yeah. Sadly in football, it happens. This time of year, you start seeing more of that at the end of the year. Um, so good luck to Hubbard. Hope he has a speedy recovery. Stefanski gave some other updates. Richardson with a neck injury. He should be okay. Right. Kind of confirmed by Miles Garrett last night, so he's fine. Uh, Sandejo is progressing through concussion protocols, but nothing more than that. Teller does sound like it's a no-go this week. In fact, he pretty much made that known. Um, it's going to take a lot for Teller to play. So you're going to see Nick Harrison again. Um, looks like it looks like Teller's gonna be out again for another. Week. Um, that's fine. Uh, this is a situation where Wyatt Teller has been he's as good as they get this season, but the Browns, if they're able to survive without him, right, then don't, don't, don't bring him back until he's healthy. We said the same thing about Ward. We've noticed that we've lost really key components to this team, and and they've been able to hold the line. And I think this is another one of those situations where you just wait it out. Take Nick your time, get healthy, and and we'll see you um, when you come back. I don't remember, Andy, whether we heard anything about uh, Harrison. Okay, yes, I heard this today, too, from Stefanski. I'm glad you brought him up. Harrison is in play, but I'd say doubtful. Cool. But he is in the building, and he's doing things. Okay. But Stefanski so in said, a couple I, weeks, maybe. Stefanski did not rule him out. He goes, I'm not ruling him out. We have to see how the week goes. Um, and we'll leave it there. He did not have any, he was very big on Harrison, but Harrison last week was a lot more like, you know, see you next week, ask me again. Um, so he's in play. Um, my guess, if I were in Vegas, not, I'm not, but I'm in Vegas, Teller and Harrison are no's. I don't think, yeah, no, and yeah, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. There's no, and, and, and a lot of it comes down to the fact that they don't need to come back right now rest this is so unlike us browns fans fucking rest them jets blow jets stink don't we don't know. have desperation in our voices everything's fine let's have a margarita by a third quarter you know fl flip down and have our favorite eggnog one more time choke it down the gullet 
They're going to flex us to prime time with the Jets, you think? (laughs) (laughs) Knock the Cowboys Uh, out of that spot. Put put America's put America's team in there. It's America's team. Well, speaking about America's team, the Pro Bowl announcements came out, which was the most unannounced uh, event ever. I mean, usually the Pro Bowl it was almost as lame as the uh, championship weekend with uh, college football. Yes. Well, good news. Those are back-to-back stories. Uh, the Pro Bowl to the Browns is this following. Joe Petonio, Nick Chubb, Miles Garrett. Um, I think all those are par for the course. Those were expected. I'm yeah. surprised Teller did not get a nod. Um, I'm also surprised Denzel Ward did not get a nod. Very uh, surprised. Uh, those two should be in there, but okay. Um, you know, what can you do? Um, again, there's no game, so you're not going to see any ads this year. I mean, unless there's something weird I don't know about. So this is it. Um it was basically a handout the napkin press conference release, and that's it. I mean, press release, sorry, not press conference release. Press release, and that was it. Um, usually there's like a show and stuff, nothing. I mean, unless I missed it. I didn't see anything like that. So that's it. It's Batonio, Chubb, Garrett, and those are your three. All right. right. Well, um, we are we are yawning our way through this post-game it, recap of Browns-Giants yeah. 20-6 to victory. <laughs> it's, it's like the game. It's like we won. Look, here's the thing. It's getting ramped up. We all know what's coming around the horizon. You can feel it. The Jets are awful. I mean, one in fucking 12. We'll break it down on Wednesday. Don't you worry. We'll break it all down. Folks, they fucking lose the Jets. We'll do something crazy. They're not going to lose the Jets. Not going to lose. Nope. The team is too fucking good. And if you don't think Baker Mayfield is not going to be fired up by not making the Pro Bowl, don't think you know Baker Mayfield. <laughs> hey, uh, a friend of show, Manny Blasdell, checking in on Facebook saying, hey, guys, wanted to shout out the show again. Been going through some tough times. Hey, Manny, oh, man, sorry. Sorry to hear that. Um, hope all is well. Your show has literally gave me life. <laughs> Wow, that means oh, a lot. Man, hey, Blasdell, I can't thank you do, enough. Man. Cleveland Beyond forever, guys. Man, Manny, uh, hey, you're really a good dude. That. Best of luck. I hope everything's well, man. And you know, we'll we'll have to get you on the show here. Good, Manny's a good dude. Love yeah. Manny Blasdell. Much um, much appreciated, brother. Really do. Really appreciate. Yeah, and that. by the way, the um, you know, you know, Manny, if you want to, it's a giving season. We will put a donation box. You just put some dollar bills in that thing, man, man. I mean, we all we all need a little. I, I'm sorry, too soon. Too soon, Manny? You just put a little donation <laughs> You love us so much. You, you'll put the bills that crumble. Are we going to start doing the show on Patreon or whatever that page is? Whatever. We'll do whatever. Or what's the other one? The other one, I think we have to take our clothes sure. off. I don't really want to do that. Oh, um, and by the way, we'd lose. Nobody it. wants to see that uh, uh, <laughs> from either Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. What is that yeah, page? That that um, is that? Look, this is a great win. Um, energy level is holiday tired, but we will press on. Excited about the Browns. Mm. Excited about what's going on here. To see 10 wins like this is great. Here's the one thing I'll say again. This team gets better ever, every week. Every week it gets better. Like fine wine. Oh. Like fine wine. Like fine, like like the grapes. (laughs) Like like the wonderful vineyards growing along the uh, shores of Lake Erie. Yes. There are some of that, actually, right? Northern Pennsylvania, New York. Yeah, yeah. There's great wine. In fact, there's great wineries where you are. There's a great winery around Warren, Ohio. Great winery. In Warren? Yes. I haven't been back here long enough. I know about Penguin City 
And Penguin City's doing huge things beer-wise downtown Youngstown right there on the Mahoning River. Uh, and shout out to Derek McDowell doing the Youngstown Flea and rocking that stuff out. Youngstown, there's a lot of revitalization going on in this Good. area, and I am digging it. I'm here for it, brother. Good. It's one of the reasons why I came home. I Good. love this place, man. Do Good. Um, need more of that. Need more of it. All right. So not to bring the mood down. <laughs> man, I got. We gotta throw this out here. Man, he said one more thing. Never too soon for the best show out there, my guy. <laughs> Thanks, Manny. Don't, man. don't don't play into. Don't don't do that. <laughs> you play into it, brother. You play into it. You wait till the show's in February. You wait. You wait. We start doing. We start doing all sorts of like draft things. Oh, we're going to do a lot of wacky, weird shit. We're going to, yeah, the, the, the game's going to, yeah, the, the structure of the show is going to change, obviously, once once the Brown season is over. Well, uh, well, we're going to well, adjust some things, absolutely. Well, well, once a week, picking box scores from Darius Garland, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Aren't you excited? The Cavs tip off in two days, folks. Okay. Don't you worry. We're All right. We're previewing that shit right. right here. Don't you All worry. Right. All right. Don't you worry. It's going to be a fun ride. We're gonna do a lot, a lot of stuff, a lot, a lot of stuff, and 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 on on Instagram after Cavs games, it'll be great. I'll time be on to breaking down every play. I'll have a chalkboard, a whiteboard, breaking time down to officially oh, no. change gears, Andy. Oh. <laughs> um, college football playoffs, uh, CFB playoffs. They sat there. They named their four teams. My favorite is how they named the fifth and sixth team. Because it's like, <laughs> like, I don't want the like, why do you do that? Yeah, the energy level is going to pick like, back why up. Why do you do that? Name the okay. fifth and sixth team. And then you're like, hey, these are the two teams that that didn't quite make it. Like, it's such a middle finger. It's so, I hate it. And of all the years that they could have fucking changed it up and added two more teams, this would have been the year. Yeah, and they this- still didn't do it, which tells you how old and it's, listen, and I know some people hate this. It's old rich white dudes making decisions that that's just black did you did you really expect change oh on dinosaur speaking about change matt bruning bingles has got another interception in the red zone look at them look at them kitty cats stop it another interception and they would have had three. They all, they missed an interception early that that passed to Washington. That would have been their third interception had he got that one earlier. Wow, unreal! I told you it's Ben. I told you it's Ben oh, tonight. Great. I love this shit. Pour it on um, now. Yeah, let's jump into this. How excited are you? Now look, there's a long history between Clemson and Ohio State. I think this is a for for someone who's not a Buckeye fan. I must say, this is where I get ramped up. This yeah. is a big Buckeye fans. I want to give a speech to my partner and some Buckeye fans out there. Go ahead, because I'm going to give this my is a big game. This is a mental game. Woody Hayes couldn't beat Clemson. Urban Meyer couldn't beat Clemson. And Day couldn't beat Clemson next year. This is a big game. Mm-hmm. This is the mighty Ohio State Buckeye. You need to win this game. I'm telling you for pride. Pride. Andy. Dabo Sweeney put you 11. So here's Come the deal. Him. Here's the deal. Fuck. About Woody Hayes. For anyone who lives under a rock, Alabama one, Clemson two, Ohio State three, Notre Dame four. Yes. Let's let's start with this. Bring on Bama. There's some Got pissy it. pants. There's some pissy pants people out there talking about Texas A&M. There's other folks that are whining about Cincinnati. And I will say this: 
the conversations that I heard were while Ohio State wasn't playing, they weren't dropping in the ranks. But while Cincinnati wasn't playing, they were dropping in the ranks. And these are ways that you can tell that the committee knows that these teams in the power conferences that, that are the ones that matter most right now, period. I understand that we want to give incentive to these teams. Yeah to have a reason to play, which is why I will argue all day for the expansion of the playoffs to six or eight teams. I will argue all day in support of that. But until that happens, you cannot tell me that the overall best teams are not the four that they picked and put in there. Oh, this this is great. This is great. Look, January one, look, Jared hit all the points. I'm going to get to that second. You everybody on this show is watching Bam and Notre Dame 4:30 and 8 o'clock. We're watching Ohio State Clemson. It's great. It's great theater on January 1st. Now, Ivan Mazel talked about it. Jay Billis talked about it, and many other people tweeted about it. This needs to go to eight, only because of what Jared just talked about. And I was going to bring it up too. It is time to get fresh blood in this system. If Purdue, God forbid, ever got to 11 one year. 10 and two year. I'd be really concerned. It's like, well, they're going to have to win the big tens. They're not going to get accepted then as one of the core four. This has to change. And you can't allow, and I love Brian and I, Hey, I'm a Notre Dame fan. Brian Kelly can't have a seat in this chair. They can't have a seat in this chair. I want to hear from teams like Baylor. I want to hear from teams like Memphis. I want to hear from teams like Washington state. I want to hear from teams like, you know, let's have Boise state. Come on in Cincinnati. Come on in. I want to hear teams that like you know are on that fringe. Central it would just Florida. be fun. Yes, let's let's have those teams. Let's come let in them there. come in. Have a little parody. What are they afraid of? The March Madness shows you how much fun it can be. And by the way, if it's such a big deal, don't play so many games. Only play twelve. If if games are the problem, let's go back to what was eleven with one conference championship game making twelve. If it's that big a fucking deal, take away take away one of these regular right. season games because you need to go to six or eight. I think now. Eight. Eight, eight teams is what makes the most sense. Yeah. Eight teams is the way to go, and we yeah. we will agree on that until the day we die. Now yeah. that we have said all that, I want to address the elephant in the fucking room. I have had enough of Dabo fucking Sweeney running his fucking mouth <laughs> and acting like a holier-than-thou. Look, here's the deal. The I fact put, that I the disrespect from this, the disrespect from this complete that's asshole. That's, that's an asshole move. <laughs> he put Ohio State in the coaches poll 11th behind Coastal Carolina. <laughs> Blow it out your ass, Dabo. And this is why Andy said this is a this is bigger a than big just bigger than just a college football playoff game. This is more about getting a little bit of respect and making him eat a little crow and shutting yep. his stupid fucking mouth. Because the longer that Clemson plays well, the longer that Clemson has done well, the longer that they have been in the spotlight, the more we have realized the sheen has really worn off on Dabo. He is flat out an asshole. He's an asshole. That his game. comments are constantly oh, off oh. base. Now, here's his argument, and it's the argument of others, is that, the teams that don't play enough games, they should be hurt. And that you're a better team if you play if you play During more games. COVID. And that is not During the truth. COVID. 
During COVID. During COVID. When we know this, playing more games through COVID is not a measure of how good a team is. Period. It's a variable that has been out of the control of all of us. There's no reward for playing games besides what? Luck. It really comes down to some luck. And some of that luck didn't work out for Ohio State, didn't work out for the team up north. Do you really think that they didn't want to play this game that they've been playing for 103 fucking years straight? It's out of their hands. It is not a way of determining whether this team is good enough to be in the top four or not. And he's not alone in thinking this way. No, no. Jimbo Fisher also also put Ohio State in fifth. And I believe, who else? Uh, Georgia. Yeah. Kirby Smith threw them in sixth. Yep. And Nick Saban Saban also put them in fifth. And there were six total teams that left them out. So here's the deal. Fuck all of you. (laughs) You're wrong. This is the chance. Your, your way of measuring who is worthy and who is not. I I haven't been so pissed about something sports related until I read. I mean, I it's just obnoxious. Get the get the fuck get out of here, Justin Dabo Sweeney. Listen, Ohio State, and we and we need to we need to talk about this. That showing against Northwestern was absolute ass. <laughs> Justin Field played like shit. But we need to also talk about this. There were 14 scholarship kids on that Ohio State team, including their top wide receiver, Olave, out. And that jacked everything up. And out of nowhere, Trey Sermon, the senior came from Oklahoma, set the all-time single-game rushing record and broke a record that a giant made, that being Eddie George. So they found a way. I just they they have things to clean up and it makes me nervous and it frustrates me because I wish that I could say for sure that these Buckeyes were going to walk in and just stomp on their fucking throats. But I don't know if it's going to go that way, Andy, and it really pisses me off because I need them to show up <laughs> just for that game. That's it. Just for that game. Oh, this is a big, big Big game. Notre Dame, Bama. We'll get to that in a second. Clemson, Ohio State has got so much juice. My partner is shaking his head more mad and fired up about that than anything we talked about, Giants-Browns. This game's about pride. Pride. Dabo Sweeney said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put Ohio State 11 because I don't give a fuck. I don't, I don't respect anything the Big Ten says. If you're a Big Ten brethren, this is the game. You, Everybody. I'm a Purdue fan. Harbaugh should be rooting for Ohio. State. Oh, time time to put on your scarlet and gray. Look, this is the game. This is the game. If they get waxed again against Clemson or lose, it's going to be a tough pill. That eight o'clock game has a lot of meaning to it. And Justin Fields, you better rest that thumb. I hope he's feeling better. It's a big game for him. He stunk. He stunk against Northwestern. Stunk. Stunk. And Garrett Wilson, out just, Garrett, Garrett Wilson found out just how hard it is to get open when, when Alave isn't on the field. I was going to bring that up. My boy Garrett Wilson couldn't find him. Could not find him in this game. Now, here's some things that happened in this game. I'll break down the game a little bit. I took some notes. The big thing in this game that really helped out the Buckeyes, 
they, the Wildcats are driving, start the second half, and that interception settled the game yeah. down. Yeah, that was big. That was a huge interception in this game. It was big. Because if that, ga- if that scores, you could just feel the game turning. But that interception settled the game down. The big thing in this game was anytime the Buckeyes got close to the red zone, it was field goal time. I, I never – I have not seen that in the day era. They had a hard time getting touchdowns in this game. But Trey Sermon saved everybody. I mean, everybody. Um, he had, I mean, look, the number saved for itself. Not sure why they didn't run the ball more. That was commented quite a bit. That's we talked about that the whole time. And, well, a lot of it is because Trey Sermon was not this running back throughout the season. Or was he? I mean, we said on this podcast many times, I did not understand the people saying, you know, I say this little running game. I would, boy, where are those I, calls? Well, I will say that I was surprised Master Teague didn't have a better game. But, but, but Sermon, come on. Folks, every, I don't, there's a lot of I'll do this on the sermon. Podcast. Sermon is helping his his draft status big time right? with that game and yeah, good transfer move. By the way, he played and for this Oklahoma. and this this is the type of game that reminds me of how Ohio State won their first national title in this CFB era, and that was on their third string quarterback, next man up type of thing where there was a surprise. There was a surprise, and. Maybe Trey Sermon is that surprise for Ohio State late in this season. Maybe. Maybe. Clemson's really fucking good. Let me tell you, as an Irish fan, what I witnessed. I saw a team go, you know what? We're ready to play. Fucking Clemson does this every fucking year. You know what? We're ready to play now. We're going to start trying. That team was fucking yeah, focused. I know. I, I, know. Not seen that. I, know. I mean, they came out, rolled the balls out, and started like Trevor Lawrence was standing on his head. ATN found the end zone. He got he carried the ball 10 times, got 120 plus yards. I mean, I, I remember midway through the third quarter, my son's like, I can't watch this. I'm like, I can't watch it. Yeah. Clemson just turns on the switch. It's like, all right, we're ready to play now. And they just flip it on. Buyer beware. Clemson looks wrong. <laughs> I, mean, I, I can't. I, 29, 29 to 23 was last year, I believe. Oh, score. That was a great I, game. I it was a great game. Now, look, two weeks. If you don't, if you can't get motivated, you're a Buckeye for this game. Yeah, check the fuck out. When a coach puts you down as 11, I haven't, the top I haven't been this, I haven't cared. Oh. I haven't cared as much about college football this season because of a lot of the things that have aggravated me regarding how the Big Ten has handled the COVID situation, regarding some of the things I was hearing out of those SEC teams and the stuff that I'm worried about that I know we're going to have to talk about eventually down the road regarding some of these players that may have some of those worse uh, th- those issues regarding their heart and and playing football. I think 60 Minutes was covering something about it last week. I didn't catch it, but we know there's going to be more to talk about. It just this whole this whole season has felt icky to me. It's felt icky, and so I kind of took a step back and kept myself at a distance. And it was easy to do because of how good the Browns have been, and because of how good they have looked. But I will say this: I am into this game more than I have than I ever thought I would be. And I want to thank you, Dabo, for making that possible. Oh Ohio State, I I really look this this is Woody Hayes. You have got to get those guys this this, this is for Woody. This is for Coach Meyer. This is for a lot of people. 
Look, this is a big game. Hey, Dabo took your nose and rubbed it in dog shit. Just rubbed it in dog shit. Saying, you're 11. Mm-mm-mm. We're going to come down here and just smack you in the fanny. Hey, we need to throw a couple of comments up here, too. My brother commenting on Facebook, Ian Watson, looking like we with uh, or we might get that AFC North showdown for the crown. Steelers offense looks awful right now. Manny Blasdell saying, <laughs> and, and looks terrible. Ha, ha, ha. And I, I checked in with the score, Andy, and the 17, Steelers, Steelers are down 17 nothing, And we are at the two-minute warning before the Bingles half. Ball. Bingles ball. Going around wow. The- Wow. Someone has wow. someone has checked out. So um league this year. What a bummer. All I needed was a good right. game out of Deontay Johnson. Well, they're gonna have to throw the ball, so that's good. Um that's why you gotta look at fancy football. Sometimes you, you need those kind of games just as well. No, I need 20 more points. He's only got three, three and three point yeah. two for me. And by the way, I will say this for all of us getting excited. Don't Steelers can flip a switch too, like Clemson does. So I I I I look. <laughs> I'm not ready to. They I'm can, to, they can. Um, I just, I hate the fucking Steelers. I hope this is for real. I, they flipped the switch a little, way too much in my life. So I've seen this shit. Not the only time I want to reference flipping any switch is regarding the Cavaliers when LeBron was around and flipping uh, the switch. For the playoffs. I'm yeah, can't think of, I can't you. think of flipping the switch any other time. I'm telling you right now. Okay, let's do this real quick before I go down the misery road that is Notre Dame football on Saturday. Yeah, should have picked up Hollywood man. He says, Yeah, I wish I would have, but I he, wish, yeah, he yeah. wasn't on waivers. I couldn't pick him up. Another player has him. Anyways, or not. I, uh, I watched the Cavs and Knicks on Friday night. Folks. This I know there was no love. I know there's no Andre Drummond. I know there's a lot of people out. It's the Knicks. And the Cavs were down 50 at one point in the third quarter. Five. <laughs> zero. Five zero. This is what we're talking about right now. We're talking about the Cavs. We will do a Cavs preview, which is going to excite everybody in this audience. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. No, I I am. I nobody wants to listen to it. Nobody wants to listen to that show. Okoro is so good. Okay, so good, so good. Colin Sexton throwing balls out of bounds. Exciting. So, (laughs) I'd rather talk about the Idaho Potato Bowl. Oh, we're gonna get to that. So. Irish. This was if for people who were new to this podcast, this seems like an annual once a year. Brian Kelly didn't give a fuck. Team checked out game. Guess what? Irish didn't care after a few interceptions. I saw some yawning. I don't know what happens in Brian Kelly in these games, but it's like the Irish just basically says, you know what? Been a good run. We tried. Thank you. Dabba, what do you need? 34? You need 34. You know, uh, Kevin Williams, I got nothing. Nothing. Williams had a great game last time. Williams got shut down. Look, the Irish are better than that. I don't know what the fuck that is. I don't know why Kelly has these games where when Notre Dame sniffs a loss, they just check out. They check out. They get this glazed look over these eyes, and they check out. Yeah, Kai Fuzuyani. Fuzi. Fuzuni. Fuzuni. Go Browns. Go Browns. I can't That's a YouTube anything. YouTube viewer. Wow. YouTube. Go, go, Kai. Um, right. Shout out, brother. Go Brownies. Listen to the first half of the show. It was a fucking awesome podcast. Um, <laughs> now look. That's one ever. Sick. Official Cleveland Sports, too. Now, look. Here's the thing on Instagram. Now, look. The Irish are playing Alabama. 
Now, this game does not have as much juice <laughs> as the Clemson Ohio State game. Mm-hmm. But here's my perspective. Do I think Notre Dame has a chance against Alabama? Absolutely fucking not. But I want to see what Notre Dame's made of. This is a game for us Irish fans out there talking. Let's see what the, uh, it's about the Irish. Are we going to lay down and get mowed down by 40 or 50? Well, then, you know, maybe it's time to start talking about what the fuck this is about. Because I'm tired of getting waxed in these goddamn games. Notre Dame's not this bad. I'm tired of laying down. Yeah. Uh, national, I, I national spotlight I mean, games. I, mean, I, know. Just, just, I mean, I'm I'm actually saying this. We could get sunburn lit up, sure, but I will see it. I mean, I it's. It, I mean, it. This has been a problem going back to like what 2013, 2014, that Alabama game. We've been doing this podcast every year. I go through this moment. Michigan last year, Clemson the year before. I, I mean, they just get their asses waxed in big spots, and it's not even close. It's not competitive. I'm tired of this. Notre Dame needs to show up and play hard and play well against Alabama. They don't need to win the game. God damn. I mean, be respectable. Be respectable. I'm tired of these games where, I mean, again, middle third quarter, Cameron Billman, Dad, I can't do this. I'm like, I don't blame you. Go play Roblox. I don't know. I don't got, I got nothing. I got nothing. And I'm, and the Irish aren't that bad. And they just play like dog shit. And they, and they have these early drops. Oh, just, oh my God. Well, I'll be there 430 for the Rose Bowl in Dallas. It'll be like, it'll be the best Rose Bowl ever. In Dallas, Coach, God, just don't get blown out. I mean, are we? Am I saying this about Notre Dame football? Where's Tony Rice, Tim Brown? Where's Lockett Ishmael? Where's Rudy? God, anything. <laughs> just don't get blown out. Just don't get blown out. Just, just don't get blown. I mean, that's where we're at, Irish fans. Just don't get blown out. That's where we're at. That's the Irish. Purdue basketball is much more exciting. <laughs> Andy, uh, wow. I mean, to be honest, I'm into it now. I wasn't into it, and I'm into it now. I'm into, I, I, I'm into all of this now. We talked earlier today, and I told you, Mike, that game has so much juice. I can't wait for that game. Yeah. Clemson, Ohio State, is a, it's pride. It's about pride. Yeah. That guy, Abbo Sweeney, took Ohio State tradition and stepped on its neck. Jimbo Fisher stepped on its neck. Nick Saban, look, he can because he's Alabama, but he gave a little flick. But that's Alabama, so whatever. Coach but, but, Day, that, look, and I'm telling you, the way that I've looked at Coach Day since he's taken over, Coach Day is the guy, I think, to game. push back on that shit. Big I game. just hope, I just hope. That, that I don't know what it is over the past couple of weeks with Justin Fields over this entire season. It's been weird. It's been weird. It's been uncomfortable at times. Um, you thought the kid was going to put himself in a position to win a Heisman and he just folded in a couple of games. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering how this will go. So I am cautiously optimistic that coach day has them ready, that the Buckeyes will be ready. I would love nothing more. Then another giant Trey Servant or Trey Sermon, uh, Servant, sure. a heaping helping, a, a giant serving of Sermon uh, in this Clemson game, and 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 them to walk away and tell them, well, you know what, go fuck yourself, we're done. Thank you. Come again. Again. Thank you. Come game. What do you, Ohio State's never beaten Clemson. 
Never being Clemson. Driving me up a wall. Woody Hayes? Nope. Coach Meyer? Nope. <sighs> By the way, Irish can't beat him either. We beat him once in regular season in South Bend with a back of quarterback. <laughs> wow. At Clemson. God, those fans are annoying. Oh, God, just please. I can't believe I'm saying this. God, please, Buckeyes won that game. Um, is everybody excited about the bowl games? We are. We always do this every year. We're going to run through the bowl games fast and furious as we wrap up the show. And then I'll do a complete breakdown of Purdue's victory over Notre Dame basketball. So here we go. Idaho Potato Bowl. Are you excited about playing Green Wave and Wolfpack? No. Uh, Boca Raton Bowl, UCF Knights, BYU Cougars. I'll watch that. I'll watch that. I'll turn that on Tuesday. That's tomorrow. Oh my God. Kicking off fast. Not giving these kids any break. Hey, no pinstripe bowl this year, right? They canceled the game. Yes, the game is gone. Um, <clears throat> Carriers in New Orleans Bowl, Louisiana Tech, Southern Eagles. Nothing says Holiday Bowl like Louisiana Tech, Southern Eagles. Uh, Montgomery Bowl, Memphis uh, versus Florida Atlantic. <sighs> Um, New Mexico Bowl. Boy, New Mexico couldn't even play in New Mexico, the Lobos. But yet they're having the New Mexico Bowl. I think that is very interesting. Okay. Um, Hawaii. <laughs> I mean, New Mexico. Because there's there's money. There's, there's, there's money, money involved. Money, money, money. The, the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors versus the Cougars. Won't watch a second. Camellia Bowl. Uh, Thundering Herd versus Buff. I watch this because I'm a Mac guy. I went to University of Florida. Well, I'll watch. I'll watch it because, yeah, of my Youngstown State days of watching my cousin. Uh, I, I went up to Buffalo and watched them play the Bulls one time, and I also watched them beat Marshall a few times. And I actually I watched a national championship against Boise, uh, yep. Boise State, with with those Youngstown State Penguins. So uh, yeah, I'm into that one a little bit. Younger Beamers taking over next year. Gamecocks at UAB Blazers won't watch a second. That's at noon oh. ABC on Saturday at twenty. <laughs> Just a terrible game uh, for those of you. You know, I will watch this game. I will watch this game. You know what? I, I, Liberty, Coastal Carolina, I'll watch that. All right. So <laughs> I, I'm i already, because I can't stand um, uh, Jerry Falwell Jr. Um, I'm sorry, folks. I can't stand him. I think he's an awful person. Clearly he is. Liberty got rid of that asshole. Um, I, I have a lot of ties when my, my, my wife worked in that market and had to deal with him. Lynchburg. Um, in Lynchburg. I spent a lot of time in Lynchburg, Virginia. Jerry Falwell Jr. and his pool boy and all that good stuff that went on. I'm rooting for Coastal Carolina. I'm rooting for Coastal Carolina, and that's that's how I feel about that. Go, game. go Coastal Carolina, go. <laughs> go, Coastal Carolina, go. Yeah. Can't stand Liberty. Western Kentucky Hilltoppers, great name. Uh, George State Panthers, uh, that's a 330 on ESPN. That's a Lending Tree Bowl. I know people have been wondering. Tickets still available. Louisiana Lafayette, Raging Cajuns versus UTSA Roadrunners. Wow, Roadrunners in a big spot. Uh, Cheez-It Bowl, Oklahoma State, <laughs> Oklahoma State, Miami. This game, sounds, this game sounds sexy. Miami's terrible. Oklahoma State wins big. Uh, the Alamo Bowl, boy, there's been some great Alamo Bowls over the years. This Texas Colorado roll off the tongue. Now, boy, a nine o'clock start on the 29th. It's a little late. Um, Texas will win. I know nothing about. I I, I couldn't even tell you anything about Pac-12 football. Nothing. I know everything about Duke, Pac-12. What is the Duke's Mayo Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? Wait, 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 is there going to be a Fromunda Cheese Bowl? Like, what are we talking um, about here? By the way, Wisconsin could barely get through the season, but they're going to the Mayo Bowl. Wake Forest versus Wisconsin. <laughs> onward and upward. We can barely get through six. He's on. 
Please on your burger. We are out of mayo in Madison. Um, I guess you take the Badgers question mark. Uh, Trans perfect music city bowl. Um, Duke's mayo is the best mayo. Come on, guys. Boy, Manny Blasdale. That a boy. That a boy. <laughs> Come on, guys. Hey, Manny, I'll take your word for All it. All right. I guess. I I'll didn't know about Duke's. Never in my life. All I know is this. In that part of the country, you get good barbecue, good tobacco, and fantastic Krispy Kremes. Krispy Kremes <laughs> are the best. Andy, you don't eat that shit anymore. Come on now. I, I couldn't touch it. I love it, though. I love Krispy Put a little Duke's mayo on your Krispy Kreme, brother. <laughs> <laughs> ah. good humor um the trans perfect music city bowl uh, that's been another good bowl over the years music city bowl is always good iowa versus missouri i i can't stand iowa now after that story so i don't i'm no interest uh goodyear cotton bowl gators sooners good game good game uh pitts is not playing for the gators the sooners have been playing well i've been just on that game sooners have been playing well in the last half of the year that's a good game. I'll watch that. Eight o'clock on Wednesday night. I'll be there for that. That's a good game. Um, Golden Hurricane, Mississippi State Bulldogs. Um, Mike Leach is always entertaining. I want my. I like Mike Leach. I do like Mike Leach. I really do. I like Mike Leach. I'll watch that game. Any interest in Ball State, San Jose, Arizona Bowl? Uh, only because I had a wonderful time back in the year. 2000 late 1999 2000 late 99 uh at ball state at a halloween party good time david letterman's alma mater ball state i'll pause you on that thought as manny blasdell's got more mayo information it is considered a crime if you use Hellman's mayo. mayo down here uh, good news manny i hate mayonnaise this is before diet i do not like mayonnaise i i love mayo to the point now where i use mayo on my grilled cheese to toast my grilled cheese over butter on my bread it's a secret i'm telling you it's the secret it's the secret we'll never be eating jerry watson's grilled cheese oh you uh, will i won't even tell you about it just, yeah you won't even know it's the way to go i will vomit it's the way out. to go you it doesn't taste like mayo by the time you cook it and toast it mayonnaise is only made for tuna and that's it um west virginia um west virginia against <laughs> west virginia against army liberty bowl i'm happy for army army got stiffed in the independence bowl so i'm glad army got a game um i'm not worried about that so many listen i need to remind people out there there's a lot of people that got hyped up over you know you're disrespecting 1.3 million all whatever all these different all service members blah, blah blah let me let me explain something to you unless you went to west point and you're an officer and you went to West Point in the Army, nobody gives a shit about Army. It, it's not a big military thing. It's actually kind of weird for enlisted guys to get really excited over these games that are the service academy games. It's not something that any of us have did when we were in. Um, we pretended a little bit just to hype up and help our officers feel good about themselves, and that's about it. So we'll leave it at that. Anyway, we can move on now. Go Army. Beat West Virginia. Whatever. Uh, I don't give a shit. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm Go West Virginia, beat Army. I don't fucking care. I'm I love when Army wins. I don't know why. I love when Army wins. I got my grandpa did, although yeah. he and he was an enlisted guy, which was always kind of funny. Yeah. And don't and don't ask. Goes me against why. everything I just said when I say that, but I'm telling you right now. I always root for Army and Navy. I always do. Air Force. I don't know why I don't, but I always hey, root. Fuck for off. I know. And you're an Air Force guy. I, yeah. Air Force. Again, I don't care. I didn't go to the service There's a academy. There's Barry story out there, and I will tell that at a different time. I'm just Arkansas, kidding. I don't even. I don't care at all. 
Nothing good. Um, Arkansas, they're coming in hot at three and seven. They're playing TCU in the Texas Bowl. Um, Arkansas will win that game, but they're three and seven, which is they're gonna crown their yeah. <laughs> crown their year off on coach okay. four and seven. Okay. Um, but I will say that coach is doing a good job down there. Mm-hmm. Um, Arkansas is fun to watch. Uh, I know it sounds weird after what I just said, chuckling, but it is true. This is a big, good game I'll be all over. Peach Bowl, Georgia versus Cincinnati. Love, love, love this game. Going back to my earlier statement, this is not similar, but it's true. Ask Houston when they tromped Oklahoma. These are games where you can really show up and say, we are, we have arrived. This is a big game for Cincinnati. Georgia's going to have a bunch of guys that are going to get ready for the draft. You know they won't be as filled as they want to be. This is a big game. This is a big game. I, I got to tell you that, um, again, this is another situation where I sit there and I look and I go, Dabo Sweeney, go fuck yourself. Um, I hope Georgia beats the living hell out of Cincinnati just for that fact. Just to shut everyone up that thinks, like, can we be real about this? Yeah, come on. Go Bearcats. I'll represent you. Don't worry. Jared's a little angry. And busy. Cincinnati's a part of Kentucky anyways. So, yeah. Nah, I've heard that. Um Auburn Northwestern, there'll be no Gus Miles on. He got fired. That was a I don't think that was a right firing, by the way. I like Gus. I think he's a good. Yeah, that was well. silly. That is very silly. Northwestern will play tough in this game. It just depends on what Auburn's mood is. Uh I can see Auburn checked out. And if so Northwestern will win big. But if Auburn plays and they try, they'll win big. It, it, yeah, just a, no, I you would can't say, sleep. Don't sleep on Northwestern. Yeah, I would stay far away from that game, gamblers. Far away. Impossible to tell. I just stay far away from that game. Yeah. Very, very tricky because if Auburn doesn't show up, Northwestern wins big. Again, if Auburn tries, they have so many athletes. Northwest, Notre Dame, Alabama, we talked about that game. You can go back and listen to it. Ohio State, Clemson, big game. We talked about that. North uh, Carolina State, Wolfpack versus Kentucky. Great basketball game. Not so much of a Gator Bowl. Again, Kentucky coming in with a losing record. I, I won't watch a second. Uh, Ole Miss Rebels versus Indiana. Boy, Indiana got jobbed. They should be in a bigger game than this. Um, Ole Miss versus Indiana. I think Indiana wins big. Indiana's a really good team. Indiana's a top 10 team. Indiana got jobbed. And I don't like defending Indians. I'm a Purdue fan, but Indiana got jobbed. They're much, much, much better than the Outback Bowl. Um, Fiesta Bowl, Oregon, Iowa State. My aunt's fired up about this game. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Am I wrong? There's no USC listed. Am I wrong? No, no USC. Hmm. Interesting. And AM and North Carolina. Carolina is good. That's a good game. AM Carolina is a good game. That's a good game. Would not be surprised if Tariels win that game. That's a good game. That is your COVID bowl slate. A whole bunch of games I don't give a shit about. Ohio State better beat the living piss out of Clemson. That's where I'm at. Clemson. Fucking Clemson. I'm gonna rank them eleventh. Asshole. <laughs> like what? Like how obnoxious? What an obnoxious. <laughs> one more obnoxious time. thing. Well, one more time for Jared does his big read. If you aren't fired up and you're playing for Ohio State, this is pride. 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 No, 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 we don't like Carolina. Oh, come on, Manny Blasdale. That's a I like Carolina. Come on. Mac Brown, nice guy. I know he's a dookie. Come on, Manny. You gotta get on board. You follow don't want us on Facebook. You don't want Jimbo to win that game. Follow us on Facebook. Facebook.com forward slash Cleveland and Beyond. 
Um, follow us on Twitter at CLE and beyond. Shoot us an email, Andy and Jared at gmail.com, J A R I D. And uh, after Browns games and any other time you feel like it, check us out on Instagram at official Cleveland sports. But again, we go live. Holly jumps in live too. fun mm-hmm. stuff at official Cleveland sports. We will be there after the Browns jets game Sunday afternoon. Thank God. I don't have to stay up late this time. Another reason why I just love one o'clock games. I don't care who we're playing. I like a one o'clock game. Uh, we are a part of waiting for next year. Check them out. Original Cleveland sports reporting at waiting for next year.com. And also coming soon to evergreen podcasts. Andy final thoughts. On official Cleveland Sports, I will do post-game calves for five minutes. It won't be long. You'll see why. Wait till you watch the calves. We'll be back here Wednesday morning. We will preview Browns Jets, Cavs 2020-2021 season. It'll be great. Mm-hmm. Purdue basketball as they're romping through to a 6-2 record. Many other fun things. Holly Wetzel and I tomorrow night. Set the Edge Christmas special. Sp- Christmas spectacular with Jared and I on Wednesday morning. Mm-hmm. Happy holidays, everybody out there. Manny Blasdale and the crew, thank you for – we always love your stuff. As Jared said, go to official Cleveland Sports, post-game Cavs, post-game Indians, next year post-game Buckeyes and post-game Browns. You want more? Come in to those – official Cleveland Sports. We'll break it all down. At official Cleveland Sports on Instagram. At we'll be there. Cleveland Sports. We'll be there. Can't believe we yawned our way to a Giants victory, but I loved every yawning moment. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. And, um, you know, as right before we sign off, it is now 17 nothing as they start the third. Boy, I, I mean, boy, uh, Steelers have really checked out. I guess they're happy making the play. Boy, hmm. checked out. Purdue's an eight-point underdog against Iowa. Hmm. Only eight points. Are, you, is, are these just your random thoughts as we close out right now? Is that what we're doing? It's random thoughts Monday. <laughs> it's fucking cold in Connecticut. The Browns are 10 and 4. Playoffs. playoffs Still in it for playoffs. the division. <laughs> Kitty Cats. Givens. Might win the AFC North. Kitty Cats. Kitty Cats. Giving the Squealers trouble. Hallelujah. Holy shit. Where's the talent all? Who's the Cincinnati quarterback? Anybody? 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 Cool. Couldn't, I don't know. No. Wrong team. No. Who's, the, who's the quarterback since Cincinnati now? Talk again soon. Not Dandy Dalton. See you guys Wednesday. Love you. Good night. Take care. Andy, bye. <laughs> Peace. I love that the Browns are 10 wins. It's so good. So cool. It helps you when you go to the target late at night for Santa. I'll tell you that much. My brother's a QB, Manny. Manny, Manny my brother is the QB. <laughs> that fucking movie. Uncle Rico's the QB. It's Uncle Rico. <laughs> Trying to pop that in. Al Bundy, four touchdowns, one game. Oh game. my God, Al! I've been watching clips on Al Bundy lately. God, that's really great. Mm. He's a local boy. He's a local boy. Yes, right he here. is. Big Baker Steak and Lube fan. For people, good okay, friends, well, still good friends with with Boom Boom. Which, by the way, Boom Boom moved back up. Boom Boom lives here. I thought he was out west in California. I guess he shows up at the Walgreens in Poland all the time. No shit. Yeah, he's here. I drink his bourbon all the time at my dad's house. Watson dropping a knowledge hot. Quaker Steak and Lube's best wings in the world. Great win for the Browns. I am so excited for this team. Let's let's give it on a good note. Browns are on their way. So exciting. So exciting. We will preview that. Goodbye.
Yes. Oh my God. So many more thoughts. Good night. Yeah, we, we, should we do the bowl games again? Now an fun. hour and twenty minutes. Should we do Take the care. bowl games again? Bye, everybody. Andy, I'm shutting you off. Talk again soon. Take care. <laughs> Have a good night. Cleveland and Beyond with Andy and Jared is a part of Evergreen Podcast. You can follow them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Cleveland and Beyond, on Twitter at CLE and Beyond, or shoot them an email at andyandjared at gmail.com. And don't forget to visit the website, clevelandandbeyond.net. Have you ever wanted to know how to win a Formula One Grand Prix? I mean, really know. Know about the driver tactics from the cockpit, the strategy calls from the pit wall, and even the mind games in the paddock. There's a lot more that goes into winning a Grand Prix than just 90 minutes of racing. So every week on the F1 Strategy Report, we're taking a deep dive into the decisions that shape every result. Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato, and every week I'm joined by an expert guest from the paddock to talk through the big calls that won the race and the missteps that resulted in bitter defeat. Before every race, we'll look back at the previous year's result and consult the current form guide, and we'll be in your feed after every Grand Prix, dissecting the outcome and what it means for the championship. So for your regular hit of Formula One analysis, subscribe to the F1 Strategy Report wherever you get your favourite podcasts. The Strategy Report is a beer mogul podcast on the Evergreen Podcasts Network. My name's Michael Laminato and I'll catch you after the chequered flag.